0: You are listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today I'm speaking about how you can help with your technical skills rather than with your money. This is an interview with Carrie Liu. Stay tuned. There's a lot of community, charity work that we can all do. But there is not a lot of work where we can actually maximize our impact by using our specific skills as programmers, as statisticians, as data scientists. And this is what this episode is about. So stay tuned, this is a really, really cool one. that. I think many will find really helpful. Speaking about being helpful, this year's PSI conference in Gothenburg in Sweden is again a face-to-face conference. Crossing fingers that everything will work out fine. But there's a lot of great content coming. There is lots of sessions from the different special interest groups, I'm really looking forward to the one, for example, from the Visualization Special Interest Group, from the Real World Evidence Special Interest Group, from the newly created Launch and Lifecycle Special Interest Group. Lots of lots of great stuff together with awesome networking. I'm really looking forward to this. I'll definitely be there. So see you in June in Gothenburg for the PSI conference. Just head over to psiweb.org to learn more about this conference and see you there. Welcome to another episode of the Effective Statistician. Today I have a special guest and that is Carrie. How are you doing?
1: I'm really good and hope everyone having a lovely Christmas and starting a new year. It must be hard in January when it is so cold and we're starting to work and yeah, but we're all good. So yeah, I'm fine. And you?
0: Very good. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle of January as we are recording this and are starting in the new year. Carrie has some great plans in the new year but but before we talk a little bit about the, the topic of the of the episode maybe you can quickly introduce yourself and and your background and how you got into data science and statistics
1: hi everyone so my name is carrie obviously and then um, i am the um, analytic consultant from a company called Hypatia limited I set up this company in 2019. The reason is I would like to do some project with corporate client, but at the same time, I would like to spend more time with pro bono or charity project. So that is the setup of the company. And as for myself, um, my background is mathematician. So so I do have two master degrees in statistics, but I normally don't call myself statistic, statistician because I think that is more than just statistic and logic and everything else that I do as well. So that is the reason why I prefer to use mathematician to be a scientist as well. And um, career-wise, I have been working in UK for the last 15 years. So 10 of them in NHS and then the other five is in the pharmaceutical company and also insurance as well. So here Very, I am.
0: very good. So data science and charities... That's a really, really interesting thing. You know, we when I think you know, there's lots of companies that have these kind of projects, initiatives about giving back to the community. And uh, I've participated in in lots of these where kind of maybe you um, visit a hospital and help there, or you uh, do something about a greener environment. All kind of different things you can do. And, I, you know, my wife also once told me, you know, if you would just spend what you would have earned that day, you would mm-hmm. probably have had a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. And when we're just kind of cleaning up the streets, it's oh, nice, but we are not really leveraging the, our expertise, our capabilities. Yeah, exactly. So when you informed me about kind of helping charities with data science, I was really intrigued. So <laughs> how came this idea about?
1: So, so let's start with the data science bit first. Like you say, like, I think being a data scientist, no matter if you're a statistician or, or mathematician or you know, data engineer, it doesn't matter what, what angle you're in. But we go through a lot of training to get to where we are. And this is the training that it could be quite formal and informal, but it's still our experience and knowledge. So I do think that, you know, that is in the business world, we are driven more to the data-driven uh, um, strategy and also culture. Why well, did the charity as well? And the other thing is sometimes is, we all want to get back to the society, mm-hmm. no matter how you want to do it, like you say. But I do think that being a sci- data scientist is, is unique and need that in the world, why can't we give back our skill set to the community that we love or the cause that we love rather than just going to do a baker cake? I'm not not disrespect of people like doing bake a day or no, you know, wet no day. It's not like that. But I just thought instead of just giving money to the charity, we can build a community using data science that can help other people and charity as well. And they all have a saying saying that instead of teaching someone how to you know, give them a fish to eat. You need to teach them how to, you know, the fish, cook the fish and then eat it. So you yeah. need to make sure that system is, you know, cycle and, and moving forward. So that is the reason why I think I want to use data science to help other people that who like for start, who want to be as data scientists or they want to use data to do better work. So that is how I see data science with the relationship with charity. And yeah. Yeah.
0: the other point is also kind of, Lots of us just love what we do. Yeah, Yeah. we love programming. We love data. We love kind of, you know, making the best of it. And so um, I know that, yeah, lots of people just love doing this and then kind of doing this. And at the same time, giving back to the the community. I think it's a wonderful combination. So, yeah, completely agree
1: yeah but for myself yes, if I may, if you allow me, uh, let me go for a little bit deeper what the reason why I'm going into charity and data science is, I from three different points of view. So I'm an Asian girl, I'm a Chinese girl, and to be honest, in our culture, being a girl is not as important. let's put it this way. And my father on my graduation day said to me that he he wished that I'm a boy. Oh, no! Um, yeah and and on the day that when i win the top 2000 and um, top two top 100 woman in technology 2019 on the day that i won it he said to me oh there is no money in it why would you want to win it so it's really all negative and yeah. i want to tell my father that well I'm okay. I'm actually really good at what I'm doing. So I want to show other girl or other peer that well, if you have a passion, you think that you can help people, you can do it. So that is the first mm-hmm. reason why I'm doing charity work. Second is um I am uh, immigrant in UK. During the f- I've been here for twenty years, very long time. But in my journey in the UK, I got a lot of help from the community. Different type of help. It's like you say, it's not sometimes it's experience and, and it's not that money. It's not just money that they help you. It's about yeah, yeah. giving you the security, they're giving you the help, that, how to build a community, how to integrate to it. So I wish that, you know, they helping me to settle into the community. Why didn't I use my expertise to help other people to set into the community as well? So that is yeah. the angle of it. The last angle is, like I said, I work in NHS for a long time so NHS is national health service which is the government so in UK healthcare service is funded by the government yeah. so when I'm working with that as you know money will be tight because it's government you know all the government is like we don't have money we don't have funding we need to cut everything so working in there people normally is not money driven it's more like I want to make the society better I want to make the patient feel better but mm-hmm. having said that Because of no money in it, so you're losing a lot of people that who really skilled. I mean, Mm -hmm. we all need to survive. So financially, some of them, you know, some may need more than the other. But at the end of the day, we all need financial to support us before we can do other things. Yeah. So that is why I thought you know when in the NHS it's already so difficult to get skillful staff, less alone the charity because they. They are non-profit. They are helping other people. So that is the reason why I thought, if I can help, why not?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think also for the non-for-profit, for for the charity organizations, yeah, Mm -hmm. if they get money, yeah, I think they predominantly want to spend it on the projects they are founded for, not for Internal bureaucracy and these kind of things.
1: No. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: so if we can, as data scientists, reduce internal bureaucracy, can you know improve the way decisions are made on data, um, you know the whole information and data flow make it you know faster, easier, and more automated. It's a huge benefit for the charities because. It helps them run the charity more more effectively with less overhead.
1: Oh, indeed, like like you say, when they got money. So basically, when even if we start up company like that, when they got money or when they got funded, then we focus on the things that they know first before data. Some of the because not everyone come from data back or scientific background, they won't think about how important data are or can help them. So, so that is another thing that I think the typical challenges the charity will be, like you say. When they got money they put it to the project that they need immediately they haven't really able to see the bigger picture so that is one thing second thing is they don't understand how to create a data set or what is it useful or how can i collect the data into a wide way that they can use it in the future so i think being scientists like you i mean you working in business before that we all know that um data is money too right it's a different form so it's valuable so how can we make sure to help them to keep hold of their access right to, to get it more interesting or just just knowing what they are doing themselves, that is already a big help. And sometimes when I ask the charity, for example, oh, you got volunteer, right? Yes, we got database for, you know, we got 200 volunteers in front of us, right? I ask oh, so this morning, how many active volunteers helping you at the moment? They will say to you, no, I, I didn't know the answer. But when you know answer like that, you can help them to build a rotor for example, and understand mm. that what kind of staff they need or what is the missing point, so you can you know when they recruit a next group of volunteer, you already know that when people ask me a question like oh, on a typical what kind of skills that we want normally how how long to take to volunteer every week yeah so you already build a back back to picture so yeah, that is the reason why I think it's important, yeah.
0: So that's that's a really kind of good use case, yes, easy kind of if you want to predict how many volunteers you need, all the volunteer data itself in terms of, you know, phone numbers whatsoever uh, that that you need to maneuver and these kind of things. What are other case studies where data science can help?
1: So for me, is at the moment, I want to build a framework to run it to see whether you know, in a typical like startup or local charity, what they need from the very beginning. So I mm-hmm. would need someone that will come from a, from if you start from the beginning, right? I would like to have someone like data engineering background to find, tell me that if I want to build a local dataset, how mm-hmm. easy or how difficult it is for a start. Secondly, is what kind of open resources is out there that we can use? Mm-hmm. and what kind of skills that you need. So basically, like I said before, you cannot just build something for them, but at the same time, you need to teach them how to use that, right? So things like that, for example, we need this like an educational packaging for just a set of database, right? And the next step is how can we use the data? What kind of data set we need? So we need to understand is like what kind of question the charity or business case, I mean, in a business world will be like, what kind of question that we want to answer? What is our target for the next five years? or and then after we know the five-year plan we need to chop it down to like yearly what is the milestone in every single year how can we measure it how can we make sure that we got enough information for me to make the next uh, mile point decision
0: yeah i think here it's important to kind of uh take a step back because there's other organizations where data scientists can actually you know help as data scientists to help charities. The problem there is that there the charities need to kind of define what they want the data scientists to work on. And um, as we all know, people don't really know what they need. Yeah. Unless it's a really big organization that has, you know, already an IT department and whatsoever. Then, of course, people know what they need and they can, you know, work with highly skilled data scientists. I think the difference of Kerry's organization is that it's targeting all these huge number of small charities, that don't have yet an IT department, that, you know, um, don't know what questions to ask and to set up a framework that can help all these different smaller charities to work more effectively. So it's less of a bespoke approach for each of these big charities, but more kind of, creating a framework, creating a kind of more kind of modular version that can then be replicated and kind of adjusted a little bit for for many of the smaller charities. Because I think lots of the charities will have very, very similar kind of data challenges, like managing their volunteer data, managing their finance data, managing their kind of... um, the things that they do in terms of outreach, in terms of promotion, in terms of, um, you know, uh, getting sponsors, raising funds, all these kind of things are very, very similar for lots of the different uh, charities. It's just that, you know, one charity may help people, another charity will take care of the local forests, another charity will kind of look after the kindergarten and whatsoever, yeah? So the content itself may vary, but the fundamental underlying questions are very often similar, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah, definitely. Like you say, it's like we, we're trying to do the same thing, but the thing is we're trying to make sure that we give them a best practice example. How can we moving forward? And when, like you say, it is hard when you don't know what to do. So that is why we can, as a experienced data scientists, we can come and help them to you know, guide them what is the best way to ask the question, what is the best way to use the data, so help them to save time with our experience.
0: Yeah, basically to give them some kind of common operating system that they can work through and uh, leverage their data in the best way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, exactly like you said, the first step in this, having is, you know, people that have a more kind of a data engineering approach that uh, know how to kind of save all the data, collect the data, extract the data, load the data. Yeah, so these kind of things
1: yeah exactly and like you say, when we got the data we can do the next step we can have a statistician to find out the modeling for doing predictive modeling for example create algorithm like ai to find out that well what kind of which location is more needed for them to help for example and afterward we can also have people doing data visualization for example that is from a more design background to you know marketing that better story out so like i say it's not just one type of people that you need is When we're working in a project, we need different type of expertise to make the work to the best, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the idea is basically to have, you know, each project, yeah, Mm -hmm. basically builds new modules that then can be reused again and again and again. So over time, we get more and more modules uh, that that we can, you know, just stick together like legal Parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Parts.
1: Just like just like our programming, right? We got library, and then we whenever we need the packaging, we can any packaging that we need out to mix and match to do yeah. our project, right? So yeah. that is how I'm I'm trying to do, and also looking to um talk to different people about different expertise as well. So so for but talking to you is great because you have got a lot of data data scientists people that are around you. But the one that I need help the most is about I. I know a lot because local small charity is very difficult to find because they have no money or no people to do marketing. So sometimes so another thing I would love to help is that I would like to talk to people that come from a local charity
0: mm-hmm.
1: background as well to find out that what is the best way to moving forward. And also, like I said, we as a data scientist, we're working in data set, great, but we don't understand the charity sector work. So it would be great as well that to have them on board to tell us that. Well, from a from a real world point of view, how local charity work as well. That would be really beneficial.
0: Yeah. So if you, as a listener, mm-hmm. are engaged in such a community, if you're working with a charity, um, reach out to Carrie, connect with her. You'll find everything on our homepage, the effective statistician, and send us a link to her LinkedIn page and her company. And so you can you know, contact her. Uh, to see whether you know she can help your community or whether you want to help with moving forward uh, this this charity with supporting work um, i'm really, really excited about this because this is a fantastic opportunity to to give back uh, in a very very impactful uh, way, so that you know all of our charities around the world can can work much more effectively. Thanks so much for that. If someone kind of comes now to you, how do they best do that? Should they kind of send you a CV or how? how what would you need?
1: I think at the moment, I would say if you drop me an email and then we can discuss like what is the best way to moving forward. Because like I say, at the moment, I, I do have some project on the go that I need help. But the thing is, it's easier to talk to, not say one-to-one, but easier to talk to in the email to find out that what, If you can email tell me that what kind of expertise you got, what kind of toolkit that you use or what, like another major thing for me is. Everyone got different priority on charity. So some like animals, some like children, some like, you know, elderly people. So if you can also let me know what type of charity that you want to help, that'd be great. Then we can do some, you know, make some matches saying that, well, if I know that you're interested with children, that is like children project that I'm doing. I would definitely, you know, contact you say, hey, there is some help for children if you, you know, closer to your heart.
0: Yeah. 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 I think that's the other thing. You're, uh, you're building kind of a network of people. Said yes. help with that. So even if you know maybe at the moment you don't have time for it, but you'd love to work on this in the future, yeah. Still drop Carrie an email and and connect with her so that she can reach out to you in the future and see well are you then available, yeah? Because you know these projects come and go over time, and maybe there's uh, something in the future coming up. Oh, and def- of course, kind of if you're working with a charity, same way, yeah, yeah. reach out to help.
1: Definitely, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like not just today, but it's talking about in the future as well. So it would be great to to know you now, that later.
0: Yeah, yeah, very good. Thanks so much, Kerry. That is that is really awesome that you're spending time on on such an initiative. I find it absolutely wonderful. Oh. And as we talked, I'll continue to support you with my knowledge which is maybe more on the marketing and yep. external communication side as well as kind of how to move overall these the business forward from a strategic perspective and and um, so i'm really glad that we got connected through a common colleague
1: <laughs> i know it's like it's, yeah that is amazing it's really cool sometimes it's like you say we don't know what we don't know right and by talking to different people, we know that what we can add on and make sure that the course will be getting better. So it'd be cool. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for having me today.
0: Thanks so much, Terry. All the best for this year. I hope that you build an amazing company around this goal and that, yeah, maybe we can check in next year to see okay. where you are going and what are the success uh, oh, stories. Cool.
1: That'd be great. Yeah, hopefully i got some case study that we can talk about it.
0: Yeah, thank thanks so time. much. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain and team, who helps with the show in the background. And thank you for listening. See you in Gothenburg. I'm really looking forward to the PSI conference. So reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician.